welcome you guys to the Rough Draft Podcast, a totally unedited resource for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance as they write their own life story through a series of totally random health, wealth, and girly topics. A rough draft is the outlining and editing of a story. Rough drafts include one, not worrying too much about the length, two, following your outline, three, taking breaks, and four, welcoming feedback. Let's rough draft the shit out of life, shall we? spirit, according to Urban Dictionary, is a person, animal, or object that is free from all concerns um, and acts on its own choosing. Free spirits are relaxed, cultivated, and free. So to me, it's just like being independent, being carefree, being confident in myself. And I picture a free spirit as someone who dresses how they want, looks how they want, says what they want, and I just picture that girl that's like in the middle of the dance floor by herself just able to dance like nobody is watching. So my journey to become the girl that I am today has been a long one. It's been a struggle. Um, It has brought a lot of worry, anxiety, and stress. And I kind of wanted to talk with you guys about that because that's where I get the most feedback from this podcast is people who are in that transitional time. And oftentimes it's between the age of like 21 and 26 where we are starting new phases of our life. We're either fresh out of school or we're starting a new career or we're moving or we're in and out of relationships. And we're really in those transitional phases of our life where we're not only getting to know ourselves, but we're trying to figure out our purpose in life and see where we feel most alive. So my transition started when I was in college. I grew up going to the same schools with the same kids from preschool all the way through graduation. So I was very comfortable. Um, I was still very reserved and shy, and I kind of just had my my clique of friends that I was able to be myself around. And then I went to college and I jumped into a sorority with 75 plus other girls living in the house. Not only that, but I had this idea of college as that place that I was going to just completely transform. It was going to be that point in my life where um, I would find my future husband, I would find my all my best friends for my wedding, and I just pictured it as this amazing life-altering thing. And it was a life-altering thing, but just in the reverse. I have always had to try 10 times harder in school. So not only the workload stressed me out, not only, you know, taking exams and putting my head down to study, but it was the relationships that I was building um, with girls in the sorority. It was the relationships that I had with men in fraternities and just the overwhelm like complete and utter overwhelm of this life change that brought so much anxiety into my life. Um, It brought me into a very dark place where I was like, have you ever felt just stuck in your own mind? Like everywhere that you go, you're so concerned about what everybody is thinking of you. You think that everybody's watching you. You wonder, you know, if your clothes look okay, if your zipper's 
undone or, you know, if your outfit looks good or not. And I, I was just so, people would call that like self-absorbed, but I was so stuck in my own head. Like I had this perspective of me and I started kind of projecting that onto other people thinking their thoughts for them, like thinking that they think, (laughs) I'm making myself sound crazy, but I had this perspective of me and I thought everybody else thought the same way about me. I was constantly concerned about what I was wearing. I walked with my head down. I would take different paths to class to avoid certain people. I would sit in the back of the class um, by myself and just like avoid all social interaction. Like that's how bad it got when I was in college. So I would go to the gym for hours a day to try and escape the sorority life and just kind of get out of my head. And then I started getting anxiety even going to the gym because I would run into people that I didn't want to see. Um, I would worry about, again, what I was looking like, um, sweating. Um, I would try and go without makeup on, but again, that would bring me even more anxiety. So I had reached a point where it was like enough is enough and I remember looking out the window at Greek Row watching all of these girls um, go to the next party and they're wearing really cute clothes and they're just kind of prancing around and I was like those are free spirit girls like I just I wish that I could get out of my head I wish I could be confident enough to go out and do fun things and not care what people think. So looking back on the girl that I was in college, just very shy, very insecure, um, very just concerned about what everybody thought. And then um, within relationships with guys that I had seen in college, um, I let those guys define me. I let them treat me poorly. I let my insecurities interfere with those relationships. I let those people take advantage of my time and my emotions. And I was just... I was low and I allowed people to treat me how I thought of myself. So me now versus me then is extremely different. Um, This past year, I overcame a long-term relationship really, really quickly because I know that that relationship served me when it was supposed to serve me. We served each other how we were meant to. Um... I now know what I want. I know how worthy I am. I know what I deserve. I know that I have a huge career ahead of me. I have a lot going for me and I just, I love myself. I I am extremely confident in what I have to offer in a relationship with a man, in a relationship with friends. I am really confident about my Get Fit Babe business. I know that I have a lot to offer as a health and fitness coach. And so with the confidence that I've built up within myself over the last two and a half years, with the the worth that I now see, the value that I know I, I hold, I have just completely transformed. And so I kind of want to walk you guys through what I see as pivotal points in this journey that I that I took, the things that I did that have brought me to this point where I'm just like completely transformed. People probably don't recognize me from high school and college just because I'm not pessimistic anymore. I decided that that wasn't the way I wanted to set my mind. You get to choose how your mindset works. You get to change that. You're not born pessimistic. You're not born a certain way within your mindset. You can change those things. You can work to become more positive, more optimistic, 
less anxiety, less worry, and more free-spirited. So it all started when I was in Nicaragua for a volunteer trip doing um, health and community development work. At the end of our trip, one of the guides said, are you living each day to wake up and just exist or live? And I know I've kind of explained this in the last few podcasts as well, but this is a pivotal thing for me because I was working a job that I really, really hated while I was in college. It was a sales job. Um, It was for a photography company. I won't name the name, but it was very money hungry, very deceitful, um, a lot of under the table things happening. And I just felt gross about going to work each day. I felt gross about making the sales that I was making. I felt weird about where that money was going. And it gave me a lot of stress and anxiety in my life on top of going to school and all of that other stuff. And so when he had said that, I was like, I am working this job that I absolutely hate. It's not serving my life. I'm not serving this position. It's not making me happy or fulfilled. It's not doing anything for me. So that I quit. I left that job that I hated because I was waking up each day just to exist. I was going through the motions of going to class and then I would go to a job that I hated. So that was without a doubt step one, cutting out that job in my life, something that took up about 40 hours of my week, cutting that out was huge. 40 hours of your week doing something that isn't serving you, doing something that you don't love? Are we crazy? Why do we do that to ourselves? That's our life. 40 hours of our life doing something just to pay the bills. That makes absolutely no sense. The second thing that I did was really, really hard. And I can, I'm like tearing up right now even talking about it because these people mean so much to me and they did mean so much to me and they will always mean a lot to me. But there were people in my life during this transition that I had to completely cut out. And the way I handled it, how I went about it might not have been the best because I didn't communicate hardly at all. But when I left that position, I also left relationships with really great friends. And within those relationships, I feel as though um, I was serving those relationships, but those relationships weren't serving me. Um, They were very negative. It was very um, me supporting them, me helping them through their tough times, and there was no balance in the relationship. And so I cut people out. And I had to do that for me at that point in time to better myself those people were giving me anxiety. They weren't lifting me up. They weren't serving me in my life. And to help myself become the best version of myself and to really set myself free, I had to cut out the people who were no longer serving me. The third thing that I did, which I know isn't going to be um, a possibility for a lot of people, um, there are a lot of girls that message me who are about my age saying that they want to do this and they fear doing this. Um, but I moved towns. The college town that I went to was very small. Everybody knew everybody and I just felt suffocated. I needed to get out. You guys, the second I finished my final exam on a Friday of that final year, of my undergrad, I already had my Honda packed and I drove home from my final exam, threw my dog Zoe in the car 
and I, I'm not even joking you, I hit the road right after my final exam and moved to Texas out of that college town. And it was so freeing. It was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. It was like I was leaving everything behind, all of the angst, the worry, um, all of the rumors, the reputation, everything was left behind. If you have the opportunity to move, to start fresh, freaking do it. Like it's the best thing that you can do for yourself. It's scary. You might not have everything figured out. When I moved from Waco to St. Petersburg, I didn't even have a place to live yet. I just knew what needed to be done. I knew everything would work out and I went for it. So the fourth thing I started to do was embrace my flaws. I started to realize what things I pinpointed as my insecurities, as things that made me imperfect, and I realized that those things were what made me me. And by embracing my flaws, by embracing, you know, the little things that I do, just being kind of <laughs> mindless at times and just the little quirks that I have, I just started laughing at them. For instance, I trip over every crack, crevice, and pebble in the road that you could even imagine. Like how I live my life without any broken limbs, I do not know, but I've started to embrace it in the way that like I just laugh and I don't even need to have anybody around me to laugh at it. I feel like the people who watch me trip are more embarrassed than I am at this point in time. So that's just one of the things that I embrace about myself. Today, I have ran into probably three walls in my apartment. The walls don't move. My apartment has stayed the same. I haven't rearranged the furniture in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure why I keep running into walls and it's just something that I'm like, okay, that's gonna be today. Like I was literally pouring my coffee, like, okay, I'm running into walls today. It's a thing. It's just, it's just happening. I'm gonna embrace that. Or something else that I always do is I leave things on, whether it be the straightener or the stove. Last night, I had to pick a friend up at the airport at about 11.30. I left my house, went and got my car. I was driving off to Tampa to go pick him up and realized I had left my straightener on. So I turned around, parked my car, ran back up, turned the straightener off. And it's just something that I don't even get annoyed with myself about anymore because I know that I do it. And I know it's because I'm just mindless. I'm always in a hurry. And it's just something that I completely embrace. I think that the steps to embracing my flaws has been through personal development. So if you ever reach out to me saying like I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z or my mindset is going into this phase or I'm super anxious about this, nine times out of ten I'll recommend a book to you because personal development books have shaped who I am. Um, I just recommended a book called Girl Code to one of the coaches on our team and she is like already on chapter nine saying that it's speaking to her soul. I think there's a book out there for everyone that's going to speak to what you're currently struggling with. The question that I get a lot is, hey, what personal development book do you recommend for me? And I'll respond with, well, what do you feel like you need in your life right now? There's not one overarching like book that's going to solve your problems. I'm going to tell you that. Every book that I read leads me to a different level. Every book I leave, I read kind of solves a different problem within my heart, but it only does that because I listen to it or I read it and I sit and I reflect on it. I sit and I journal through it. 
So books like Girl, Wash Your Face, You Are a Badass, Girl Code, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Blank. Uninvited is just recently one that changed the game for me. Master Your Mean Girl is one that every single woman on this planet should read. And I'm sure there are so many more that I could recommend to you. The Universe Has Your Back is a really good one. So highly recommend either reach out to me or check out the descriptions on these books and see if it's something that would fuel your soul and help you embrace your flaws and break free from your mindset and the own perspective that you have. And then the fifth thing that I did to become more of this free spirit that um, I strive every day to be is I found a career that I could dump all of my passions into. I found something that I really enjoyed doing and I feel really, really grateful to wake up every morning and love how I earn an income. I wake up every morning to live my life and to run a business that I thoroughly enjoy and I know that there's a lot of people out there that struggle with that job that they hate. They struggle with living 40 hours of their week doing something that they don't thoroughly enjoy. And so I kind of opened myself up to this opportunity. I opened myself up to experiencing new things, to getting outside of my comfort zone completely out of my comfort zone I will emphasize that to my grave like finding a career to dump all my passions into has been completely out of my comfort zone it's not something that came easy it's something that I had a lot of fears jumping into Um, I had a lot of barriers that I had to overcome within myself and my own mindset but it's been so worth it and it's been the most transformative phase of my life and it came to me because I was open to it. I was open to new opportunities. I I didn't close myself off to experience new things and so when you're kind of trying to dabble in a career that you can be passionate about consider like what is something that you can do that you enjoy now, but you can also bring in all of your other passions to lift this one career up? For example, I'm an online health and fitness coach. We all know that. I love going to the gym. I love working out. I love promoting a healthy lifestyle. We all know I'm a freak about health and fitness, right? So I have built a career off of that. That's my foundation. But I also really, really love social media. I love designing. I love branding. I love creating new things. I would live in Canva forever. If I could just run my business off of Canva, I would. Um, So I like creating things. I was a yearbook editor in high school. I designed the entire yearbook. I love photography. Um, I was at all the sports games taking pictures for the yearbook. I actually went to school originally for art and graphic design. So I love being creative. Um, I love being innovative and thinking up new things, new ways of going about things. I have always thought I've just been really bad at holding jobs, um, holding part-time jobs or full-time position, but really what it is is I get bored really easily once I master something, and the part-time jobs that I've had, I could master the tasks within you know months, and after that, I just got really bored, and so having something that 
daily challenges me and for the last two and a half years I haven't been able to master because I get to keep evolving and keep leveling up has been crucial to finding a career that I'm passionate about. And then I love leadership. I love leading a team of girls to do what I do. I love helping them visualize their life and everything that they can accomplish. Um, And that's just it. I love just being such a visionary. I love being able to create vision boards and go after my biggest dreams. Like all of my passions are in one career. And then lastly, you guys know I want to own a nonprofit organization for Africa for kids getting back in school, getting school supplies, um, getting their uniforms paid for and their tuition paid for and all of that. I feel like the more I say that, the more likely I'm actually going to do the work to fucking make it happen. So I'll probably say that in every podcast, but that's going to be something within the next two years that I tie into my health and fitness business. I won't share how, so nobody takes my idea, but hopefully, um, not hopefully, it's going to happen. Word choice. I do not use the word hopefully. I say within the next two years, I'm going to make this happen where again, one of my passions for serving abroad is going to be pulled into this career. So what I have built for myself as my online business has given me that opportunity to bring in all of my other passions for travel and adventure and leadership and creativity and serving and all of that. So if you can find a career that you can develop those things around, or if you want to be a coach with me, if you love fitness and you want to bring in all of your passions, whether or not it's to create an animal shelter or um, have a dog farm or, you know, train horses or own an art studio, like it could literally be anything. Um, So that was the fourth thing, the fifth thing that I had done um, to become more of a free spirit. Okay, I had to take a potty break and I have refreshed my (laughs) 20 minute timer that I had set for myself, but here are kind of my closing thoughts. I had a girl message me who's 25 and she was talking about how she wants to move just like I have moved, but she is fearful. She has anxiety over it and she doesn't know how things are going to pan out and because of our age, we're both 25. We have a lot of friends who are engaged or married or have kids and it just feels like they're so far ahead of us in life that it can almost be like debilitating. Like what the hell am I doing? Why don't I have my shit together? But it's all a perspective thing is what she and I started talking about. It's like the people who have all of those things often look at what we have and they think like, well, I wish I was able to move. I wish I was able to live in a studio apartment by myself. I wish I had that freedom, that independence. And so if you're considering a fresh start like I did, if you're considering moving towns, leaving the job that you hated, don't think about where everybody else is at in their life. Don't think about how far behind you are or what you have that other people don't have or what they have that you don't have. Just be you. Look inside yourself and see what do I need right now in my life to get rid of the things that aren't serving me, to get rid of the anxiety, and to be more of a free spirit. So every day I strive to be that. I strive to be more of a free spirit. I actually have a tattoo on my back that when people would ask me about it um, a few years ago, I would kind of blush and 
explain it in a way that wasn't like, well, you know, it was a, it was a Black Friday sale tattoo. It was. It was a last minute thing that for a while I was like, shoot, I shouldn't have probably gotten that. But in my journey to become more of a free spirit, it has become more meaningful to me, which is crazy because if you guys know me well or have followed my Instagram stories for a while, you'll know that like butterflies are like a universal like communication to me. Like when I see an orange butterfly, it just gives me so much peace and it washes away any anxiety and stress that I have had. And it's just like a sign from the universe that I am on the right track. And that just recently, since I moved to St. Pete, has become a thing for me. My grandma just recently passed away, and we were in her house for hospice. She got to um, pass away in her living room, and as we're hanging out in her house, I found this little orange butterfly that was just a magnet, but it was sitting on her countertop, and I didn't tell anybody, but I took it, and now it's on my fridge, and so I have this nice, cute butterfly magnet on my fridge that reminds me of my grandmother, and I see this orange butterfly every single time I go on walks here in St. Pete. So about three and a half to four years ago, I got a butterfly tattoo on my back that says fly free. So how all of that goes full circle, it's just, it's crazy. So now my butterfly tattoo does have a lot of meaning for me. No idea how I got on that ramp, but here are some closing thoughts. This is a really good quote. I don't know exactly who it's from or if it's straight from this person, but I had it written in my notes for a really long time. Your fearless freedom will light up the world. Your ability to have your vision for your future, your vision for yourself, and your worth at high capacity over your fear is going to get you so far in life. Having your fear first is going to hold you back. You're not going to have the things that you want to have. You're not going to go after anything if you're fearful of everything. So I want to end you with this. You are so incredibly worthy. You were created. You were beautifully and wonderfully made. There is absolutely nobody like you. Nobody with your qualities. Nobody with your ambition. Nobody with your perspective in life. And nobody with your specific purpose. If you allow your fears to get in the way of everything that you have to offer the world, you are doing yourself and the world a disservice. You were put on this planet for a purpose. I don't think that there's anybody that has a bigger purpose than anybody else. I think all of our purposes are equal. I don't care if you're Oprah or if you're a mom of three staying at home raising beautiful children. Your purpose is just as valuable. So I urge you to be more of a free spirit Each and every day, do something that makes you feel a little bit more free, makes you rid yourself of all of those concerns, all of that anxiety, and live more of a free in-the-moment life. Live each day to actually live and not just exist. So just to recap, I started this process when I left the job that I absolutely hated. I cut out people who were no longer serving me. I moved towns, I started embracing my flaws by reading more personal development, and I found a career that I was passionate about and that I could bring all of my passions, all of my interests into one single career.